0: Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, where you'll learn how to build and grow a high ticket dropshipping business and hear stories from successful e commerce entrepreneurs. Let's kick this thing off. Hey, hey, welcome back to another Tactical Tuesday episode of the Dropship Podcast. Once again, we're taking a little excerpt out of our Patreon show. You can find that at com slash podcast. This is from an older episode where we were asked, when is a good time to change your theme? And I think John and I have some nuanced answers here, and I thought you might enjoy this little clip. So uh, enjoy this little clip from our Patreon on this week's Dropship Podcast. Our last show, we talked a, a bit about themes, right? John J- John, and I love to have a little laugh over Shoptimized for sure. Uh, but we talked a little bit about it. And shortly after the call, uh, you know, I had a couple people reach out, and somebody posted in in, uh, in the in the Facebook group, Patrick James, uh, you know, wondering when is a good time to switch themes? Should I should I head over to Superstore right now? Uh, and so there's there's so many pieces that go into this decision for me personally, yeah. and I, and I I want to hear what you have to say about that. Uh, to john i know uh kind of left it open open open-ended there in the facebook group uh patrick because for this reason uh what would be good reasons to move uh and i think there's a there's yeah there's a there's (laughs) this is a deep question john i don't even know where to begin
1: yeah well i mean it it comes back to you got to work out i think for me the first question is you got to work out what's your motivation behind wanting to switch themes so if you started out with a really basic theme it could be just functionality based you know you, you you're 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 not wanting to put a lot of development time into customizing your theme and there's a maybe there's a there's a more premium theme out there that just comes with more functionality built into it that you feel you need for your site that can be a good reason to switch switch themes right it's going to make it easier for you to build some stuff in there that you want to be able to present to your customers um or maybe it just looks a bit cleaner and all that sort of thing i mean i think that's a good reason um you know uh some of the technical stuff, as as we discussed in our last episode, around for SEO purposes, site speed. You know how the theme is actually built between two themes can be very different, and that can have an impact on your SEO. Um, you know the the progress you can make with SEO, and also how you know your site speed, which ties back to SEO as well as conversion rate. Um, and so, differences in themes can can make it can make some uh, differences there. Uh, that can be a little bit hard to evaluate before you actually test a new theme. But I mean, it's, it's the case that that can be a difference. So, I mean, if you've got a site that's, you know, uh, running terribly and all that sort of thing, you might, you might want to think about switching to something that works a bit better. Um, The one that, that I see a lot of people think about is like chain and, and what my, where, where I get probably have more to say is like when it comes to conversion rate, like, a lot of people think I'm going to change my theme to something that I feel looks better and my conversion rate's going to go up significantly. Um, in most cases, that doesn't happen, right? Um, and so when you're talking about changing themes for conversion rate p- perspectives, you're talking about presentation. So how uh, your, your, your site is presented to people. And a lot of people will be like, well I'm having troubles with my conversion rate. My conversion rate's not as high as I want it to be. So I'm going to switch themes and that's going to fix that issue. Now it's 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 most likely not going to fix that issue. If your site looks like a dog's breakfast maybe it will. Right? But in most cases it's not going to. And and here's the reason for that, right? There's a long-standing marketing principle it's called the 40-40-20 principle. This was this goes back to you know, the golden ages of all sorts of, you know, mail based marketing and all of this sort of thing, right? But it holds true for the internet age. So, 40, 40, 20 is, is split 100% chance of conversion, split into 40, 40, and 20 based on importance. The first one is the first 40% of the chance of conversion comes from the quality of your targeting, like who you're getting onto your site, at what time you're getting them on, and, and that sort of thing. The second one is what do you actually offer them? on your site when they get there. 40% of the chance of conversion. Right. So like what's the strength of your offer and how does that compare to the rest of your market? 20% is what it looks like on the page. That's right. That's that's the impact of, and I could dive into that in a lot more in, in a in a future episode, but that's the impact that design has on the chance of conversion, the least impact. Right Now, that's probably going to piss off some branding people and design gurus, but that's the reality and that's, that's been tested over like the last nearly 100 years of marketing, right? Um, if you've got a great offer, then it doesn't really matter what it looks like online. People will still buy it. If you've got a poor offer that doesn't compare well and you're sending the wrong traffic to it, it's not going to matter how fancy your website looks. You're still not going to convert. And that's been proven so many times, right? So like if you if you're thinking I need to change themes because I'm not happy with my conversion rate and I think that's gonna be like the the silver bullet that changes everything, it's not in my in my experience. If you if you're struggling with conversion rate issues, it's probably because something else is a problem for you in your, in your business.
0: So you're saying just traffic- change the add to cart button colour? <laughs> is that what you're saying?
1: oh yeah totally that's, that's a big one that's a big one now, now no doubt like a lot of those design things can have an impact i'm not saying they have no impact but like if you're really in a situation where you're like oh my conversion rate's not high enough to be profitable or something like that then you've got bigger fish to fry than what your website looks like in most cases like i say in some cases no the website that's set up in the beginning just looks terrible In comparison to the rest of the market and you do need to fix it but like when i'm looking at people's sites we're talking about conversion rate optimization i can usually find a whole bunch of stuff in their traffic or in their offer and and in their in the competitive landscape of their market before we even talk about their website
0: well changing themes is a big deal there's a lot to do it's not like simply i'm gonna go buy a new theme put it in your back end uh, and then we're good to go, right? Like, uh, usually you've added a lot of code, right? You've got a, all your marketing integrations. You've probably got uh, a bunch of verifications in your header. If you're anything like me, you've got no index code. You've got canonical code. You've got the Clavio uh, code in there. You've got extra Clavio code in there to make sure, like, the, the opt-in in your footer is actually going to Klaviyo. Um, I could go on and on with all the extra code, let alone all the CSS changes I make in order to make the the YouTube code uh, not fire. In order to do you know, different style buttons will be in my CSS to to do columns, one half column, one third column, uh, or omega, or whatever you want to call it. Like, there's so much extra code we put in, and if you haven't been keeping track of that, it's a real nightmare to go find all that add it to your new theme, go adjust all the colors, deal with the new menu changes. Uh, There's a lot going on in there. And so certainly we recommend one or two or three different themes that we really, really like. But making that change is is no small project. And I I hope anybody who's thinking of this isn't just thinking – you know my conversion rate's going to go up if i do this they're also thinking about man this is going to be a a real chore right or you know or you're going to have to pay a lot like i I think our friend john paid quite a bit to have kurt elster make his website um you're going to have to do one or the other you're going to have to spend a whole lot of time uh or spend a whole lot of money to get it done
1: right i think yeah maybe maybe we just need to make our own thing I just want to jump in here real quick and say, if you're loving this show, the number one thing you can do to help us right now is to smash that subscribe or follow button and leave us a review. It really does help us to grow the show and reach more people. And you can do it right now while you're listening. And also, if you've got a friend or two that you know should be listening to this show, make sure you share it with them or just send them to dropshippodcast.com. We'd love to have them join us as well. And real quick, I've got two additional dropshipping resources that we would love to share with you. The first is our free dropshipping Facebook group called The Dropship Tribe. It's all about high-ticket dropshipping and you can learn a ton in there. All you need to do is jump onto Facebook and search The Dropship Tribe or go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash dropship tribe and hit the join button. Now, if you're loving the Dropship Podcast and you want more, we actually have a members-only version of this show where we go even deeper into high-ticket dropshipping. We do question and answers with our members, website reviews, teardowns, and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. It's just $5 an episode, which is like a cup of coffee. And as a bonus, you get free access to our entire back catalogue of episodes when you join, so you can binge it without paying a cent just head over to patreon.com forward slash dropshippodcast. And just as a note, you can find the links to both of those resources below in the show notes. Now, let's dive back into the show.
0: You know, I give give my partner shit for this. And um, it's a lot of headaches, I think, dealing, you know, just think of the amount of questions you and I get asked right now when we just have to like, Put out information and say, hey, I make this one change. It really helps. And then you get, what, like 400 people. How do I do that? Where is that in this thing? Can you do it for Like, there's a. I think there's a lot that goes on in there. I don't know if we'd get a theme right, honestly. But there is definitely some changes I would make. There's a reason we only recommend a few of these. Uh, there's a lot of shitty coded themes out there. There's a lot of themes where... There's just a lot of bloat that doesn't even need to exist in there that, that, you know, they claim to be fast. They're not They're, like, I pulled a lot out of shoptimized before we ever used it. It's not as fast as they claim, let alone I'm scrolling their site right now. Uh, Cause I thought you were going to go to this conversion rate thing. They have 30 reasons why their conversion rate will uh, be better for you. Right. They have a fully customizable, uh, fully customized call to action button, dude, cart page urgency. Come on, bro. Built in social proof pop up. Um, there's a bunch of junk on the market and, and a lot of it's built into themes nowadays. And I don't know how to give some advice. So one of the people that asked me was uh was Wahed, Uh and I talked to him a, a, a little bit about it. And we actually were fortunate enough to have Leighton on the call today to talk about it. it. it man, there's a lot that goes into this, and I, I I don't even know where to begin to say when is a good reason to move. Because I think if there's people out there that would tell you now like you should move and then there's people out there who will talk sense into you like john and be like hey what about all this other shit that you're doing wrong Uh, long before maybe making your website prettier is going to help you
1: yeah well that's right i mean making your website prettier is kind of the last thing i'm optimizing like if i go through my traffic and and my and all of that and i'm like yeah my targeting spot on or is close to spot on i'm getting the right people on my site most of the time at the right point in their customer journey i'm sending them to the right page i'm happy with that I'm making a great offer. I spent some time on my offer, my USPs, how I'm talking about my products on my site, how I'm selling them on my site. I'm ha- I'm fairly happy with that. All right, now I'm going to look at what are, the, what are those next little smaller optimizations on my site that can improve things from the design perspective. And that may be I need to change my theme or maybe it might just be I need to customize my existing theme a little bit more in certain areas to make that happen. But you know, that, that's where that's coming in from me. Because if, if you don't, a lot of people will spend time on their website to avoid spending time on those other two things. And that's a problem, right? Because as you say, like making small changes to this bit's placed here and this color's here and that color's there. Yeah, they can improve your conversion rate a little bit. And when people say, oh, our conversion rate went up by 5%, by making this change that's not your conversion rate right went, went up to 5% it's a 1% conversion rate goes up by 5% so your conversion rates now 1.05% or one like that's not a, that's not actually a statistically relevant change right when you're selling high ticket products that doesn't that, that doesn't mean anything so i just yeah don't waste time with that stuff. I mean, it's 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 so it's so minuscule in impact compared to some of the other things you can do on conversion rate that I just don't spend a lot of time there. Yeah, a few things,
0: all right? So you on this show you've shit on me for an old business I was a part of. We we went to eight figures. We did eleven million a year on a site that John said looked like dog shit. Uh, and yeah. there's a reason. Well,
1: it doesn't it do, it doesn't look the same anymore. It does I think not. It looks a lot better does now. <laughs> It does not.
0: It, it does not. And here's the point, right? So we got to eight figures a year with, yeah. with a website that it was optimized heavily for SEO and not so much for how it looked. Uh, yeah. Cause you know why? Yeah. Cause we wanted fucking right. traffic and we wanted sales. Remember what we said earlier in the call? Sales cures everything. I imagine I, I can't verify this. I imagine COVID was very, very fucking good to them. And they went from 11 million to God knows what 30 million, maybe 40 million. Um, yeah. And then, they're not the ones fixing the website, right? Like uh, nah, it looks fantastic now. Yeah. And I'm sure somebody went out and, and made that website for them. Uh, sales yep. cures all, right? Uh, worry about the things you can control versus, you know, this is a, a lot of work for for little results. Like Johnny, John, Johnny, John said the 40, 40, 20, go focus on getting your ads better. Go focus on getting the right traffic to your site. Go focus on filling the top of your funnel with SEO traffic and the bottom of your funnel if you're doing it right. And go focus on, uh, you know, presenting your offer in a way that is compelling enough for people to buy on your site and not buy on other sites.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean the the most, some of the, the, the highest revenue online marketing campaigns ever have been plain text on a white page, no images, nothing else. Didn't look fancy, ugly pages, right? Have made hundreds of millions of dollars online. Like, so ben's right absolutely right yeah i i I thought i mean you know as far as that theme went i mean i know the business you're talking about as far as that theme went it probably looked better than other shop to my sites but yeah you're right it it didn't look it wasn't the hottest looking site out there and it made it made a ton of money in that state and that yeah that's where i'm going to because you guys had your traffic generation was was kicking ass And the way you were talking about the products and doing some of the stuff on things like collection pages and all that sort of stuff was really dialed in. And so that's why you made the money, (laughs) not because of what the website looked like so much. Right. I mean, yeah. totally. That's exactly what I'm talking about.
0: Well, uh, Pumping my own show here. So on episode uh, fifteen I had Justin Christensen from ConversionFanatics.com on my show. Great dude. One of the things he taught me is uh whatever worked on someone else's website is bullshit. It doesn't work it's not gonna work on yours. Nothing works uh, from one site to the next. There is no like standards across businesses. I can't tell you what you should mm. do on your website because I have no idea. Thanks for listening to the Dropship Podcast. You can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough, where John and I will walk you through step by step in starting your own high ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. So head over to DropshipBreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high ticket dropshipping business.